1: Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag.
0: BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info and odds. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters Championship and the start to the MLB season. Go Royals. Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, guys, welcome to Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash. I'm here with our former 76ers point guard, Eric Snow, and my brother, Tasia Dash. Guys, how are you doing?
2: Doing good. Yourself?
0: All right. All right. Can't complain. Can't complain. But I feel like every Friday, it's like I, I can't complain. But then when I, I want to talk about the Sixers, yeah, there's so much to complain about. And which is why we have the show. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we can air all our grievances out here on the other show. So um, lots to get into today. So we're gonna kind of just jump right into it. Um so before we get to the Toronto Raptors game uh there's a report that came out this week uh that uh from league personnel that think that Doc Doc Rivers name has been floating around among circles um between the Lakers job as well as the Utah Jazz job and there's also been other rumors that have been floating since we since we got hardened that Daryl Morey and James Harden would want to go after uh, the former Rockets coach and Suns coach, uh, Coach D'Antoni. Eric, when you hear stories like this, um, how does this impact the locker locker room so close to the playoffs?
2: I mean, it's interesting. It could go either way. I mean, it could be something that, you know, demoralizes the team. It could be something they just blow off um, because it's constant rumors all the time, especially now in the social media days um it's like not you know it's not stop so um i don't i don't really buy much into it i mean i just think that it's interesting that it comes out now i think it's more about um you know are those jobs that that you know maybe doc was you know his name came up are those you know we know both well, right now those jobs are filled <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so it's more about the speculation of what they're going to do with those positions and uh, I think Doc, uh, being that, you know, what he's done in this league, his name is is, is going to come up in other positions, especially a high pro- profile position like the Lakers. Um, you know, Utah is probably more relationship driven than, than maybe popularity. Um, but I, I can see why his name would come up. I, I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I, I know somebody wants to get it out there. Um, either it was on Doc's side or maybe on someone else's side, but someone wants to get that that name out there, and you know, so it could be, you know, maybe you know, a change in Philly is coming, and it could be a mutual one, but we don't know. But somebody wanted that to be out there.
0: Yeah, hey, Jay, as a fan, I don't know where you stand on this because I know there's a lot, there's a big contingency of Sixers fans that are really that want Doc gone, regardless of how the season ends. I mean, I think if a championship comes, Chicks or fans won't care anymore. They'll want Doc to stick around, but there's a lot, there's a big, lot of fans that want him out. Where do you stand on that whole thing? It's man.
1: It's so crazy. I, I forgot what player it was talking about the change in sports and time between like years and years ago and now and how, it's like you go online, you see fans are just so involved and they're so trigger happy with getting rid of this guy, getting rid of that guy. And like this player was like, I don't remember seeing that 20 years ago with just people like fans actively saying trade this guy for this guy. It just it, everyone's a GM now and everyone wants to play that card. Um, Maybe they were doing it, we just couldn't hear it because, you know, Twitter wasn't around back then. Um, it, it was there. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it was, like, there. A, a it was just there, like, was just
2: there yeah. in different forms. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you take Philly, be- for instance. Philly has been, uh, I think I had a couple friends of mine, and they were talking about if I could have played in the social media time. And I said, well, I played in the um, Philly radio time. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it was it was very much like that. Um, you know, how many people would come to me and tell me what someone said oh. on the radio, like, all the time, like, Okay, like that has no impact on my livelihood. That's just, but it was like that. It like they work people's emotions, and that's all it says, is. Is
1: it's you so work frozen time now, though, right? Like it doesn't. Go, like then it, you had to be there to hear it, right? Whereas now yes. it's like it's like etched on the wall. It's like everyone's, but, it is,
2: it. but now it's just instant.
1: Yeah, like it's, it's infinite. And loud, and then you know, so many like,
2: people can add on to it, and it because it, it's become national. So that's a difference. But most cities had like that impactful newspaper or uh, radio voice and Philly was one in Philly, New York, those cities kind of had it. It was just different, but to say it was never there.
1: No, I don't, I don't think it was never there. I think, I just think it was in different form. I guess that's the difference now. Like you, it stayed, I guess you call it in house. It stayed in city. Like you could hear it all in city, but now it just, all the city drama, rolls out to everyone else across the country now. I mean, mean,
2: it it kind of depends on who you were because everybody heard about the Shaq Colby drama.
1: And that wasn't really necessarily
2: a social media thing. So I just think it kind of depends on who you were. I just think, personally, I think the biggest difference is you didn't hear a lot about the personal lives of people. Yeah. To me, that's where it's the the biggest difference because we didn't know – what Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson, those guys were doing after the game? We didn't. We didn't have to worry about whether they went to a party or a club the night before or after a loss.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for that but famous in Philly, pizza, but, that in, pizza but in Philly you did. But
2: in Philly it was like that. We knew when Allen Iverson went to Fridays. Yep. <laughs> we yep. knew when if we were out after a game that was a big topic of conversation in Philly. So that's what i'm saying there was some similarities but it was a little different like people did look and see where we were after a loss like that that was talked about then
1: yeah yeah but not
2: every city was like that whereas now it's social media so it's it's different so that's why i tried to explain that to a certain it was somewhat like that for the philly and new york teams especially
1: it it probably depends on the player too like i feel like Allen was like targeted and people loved to talk about what he was doing and and, and well, whereas, because it brought it brought about conversations, it brought about yeah. attention, yes. Whereas they wouldn't have done that with Duncan if Duncan was out and about, And but, and, but it's, and,
2: it's still the same now. I mean, people are talking about Harden and Doc Rivers, it's still the yes. same,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> to go back to the original question, I'm I I, I guess I reserve my opinion for uh for the playoffs <laughs> to see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I gotta see. I gotta see how the and the relate. I gotta see how the relationship goes. It's like it's like me being on the fence about breaking up with somebody. It's like being you're taking this really long trip, like ten days with them. Let's see how the trip goes. Let's let's see how. Uh, um, that, that's why I feel like it, it was put out there for a reason. Yeah. Well, a week after the whole the other rumor about players not liking his philosophy, yes. his, his rotations. <laughs> it's it's weird that these are coming. So now this quickly.
2: comes out about him making a move.
1: Yeah, so he by his people. Yeah,
2: first players want him gone. Now he yeah. he's possibly leaving. Mm-hmm. And it's it's coming from somewhere that yeah, we don't It's know.
1: definitely, it's definitely building. Um, I would think it's weird if I mean it, it depends how we go. If we go in another like Atlanta fashion, someone I'm I'm sorry, but nowadays someone has to be blamed. And beat's not going to be blamed. Not enough to have repercussions. Harden's about to get re signed. He's not going to be blamed for anything. I mean. He's already kind of put his excuses out there anyway. He say he's not completely rehabbed yet. He spent all offseason rehabbing instead of just doing basketball activities. So he's got an excuse lined up. More, he's not going to be blamed. He's in the ownership's pocket. Who's oddman out on that one, Doc? I mean, I mean. So what, what is
2: what is saying that? What what is a successful year if you don't win a championship? Outside of winning the championship, what's a
1: successful year? See, it's it's hard. I'd say your conference it'd be, miles it'd be here. easier there's the same exact team. If it's the same exact team, I'd say go farther. Go farther than you did last year, and at least you're in the right direction. But you know this, like that big of a trade mid season. This is why they say it's hard to win it all when you make a big move like that in midseason. mid season. We're not a complete team. So do I expect us to win it all or go to the championship? No, I don't. I mean, I obviously want it to conference finals
2: now. would be it would be better than last season, though.
1: Yeah, I think he's yeah. he safe. We get to that. I, I think he's safe. If we
0: get to Eastern Conference Finals. That's yes. What I Wait,
1: hold on, though. What if we get to the Eastern Conference Finals and he loses three to one?
0: I mean, we still got there. That's far that's we <laughs> yeah. no, that matters,
1: though. How you lose matters. That's pretty brutal, <laughs> man. That's pretty <laughs> brutal. If we're up three one against the Nets and they come back and tear our hearts out, that matters. That's hard. That's real. That's, that's tough, man. I think if that happens,
2: it really doesn't matter where you play. So for maybe even the finals, that would be tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think is that because that's docs. If that was like Tyron Liu would happen to, I don't think it'd be a big of a deal, but that's kind of already on docs record like that, that happening. So people are looking for that to happen. And if you give that to them on top of all these rumors and whoever's spreading the whole like players, we don't like rotations and stuff.
2: Might be the same person. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. You're right. It could be, it could be the same person doing all of this mastermind <laughs> behind the scenes, wanting him gone. Um, or it's someone in those cities being like, yeah, we want doc. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it all depends on how we leave it. It's going to have to see how it plays out, which is, which sucks, but, and I like doc, but yeah. someone has to take the blame for that. If we lose badly.
0: Yeah. I think this situation is more awkward than anybody in this situation. Yeah. Obviously doc in our situation, but I think Quinn Snyder in Utah, that's the, I mean, He's done pretty well over there. And the fact that he, there's been no rumblings of him getting fired. Uh, Vogel that reports that he's on the way out like imminently when the season's over. But with, with Quinn Snyder, that's kind of weird that they're floating that one out there. I know Danny Ainge and Doc have their relationship. So that, that's where that's coming from. But uh, the other thing, though, with this whole Doc situation, when I know everyone wants to say, uh, you know, Harden and uh, Morey want Dan Tony, but uh, there was a report that Harden had gone to Mori to try and get Doc. Um, before uh, before he was fired. So, obviously, they, they like Docs. So I, I don't know where, is that, where that's coming from. This might be speculation from it, and uh, other teams load that out there. That, that's what I think, at least. Yeah, I would think. I
1: would think
2: I, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to guess. I'm, I'm, I just know that it's it, – I just find it interesting that um, these reports come out now, and they come out back-to-back. One saying the players are, are against Doc, and then the next one says Doc's name is being brought up. At two other places, I just find it interesting that you know that they're coming out right now. When team is two games left in the season, and they're
1: getting ready for the playoffs, and they're four seed. Like it's just terrible timing. Yeah, it's just for what? Yeah, and remember, I, I even said uh, before this one came out, I was like, eh, watch for Dan Tony's name."
2: I'm just saying. But what what other playoff teams were you, you we're talking about? The coaches are leaving. You know, I guess Utah. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> like who else? Um, but Utah is a team that oh. probably, even though they're a winning team, they probably aren't doing what most people expected. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're uh, going through some stuff too with the whole Mitchell possibly wanting out, and they 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 said they, if they lose badly, they could blow up their roster. So, so that's a whole other. They they sound like they're going through their own stuff right now.
0: It's funny that we're talking about two one seeds of last year's playoffs. It's so fast. Things could change so fast in the NBA, just in sports in general, but NBA. I um, feel like
1: Utah is different than us, though. Like, we just are starting to put together our, like, next four-year run team, right? Utah is – I can see why they're kind of there. They feel like they plateaued with that roster as is. I can see yeah, that. I mean, they,
2: but they also had two big injuries consecutive years. Yeah, that's and they true. Had one this year, and then they traded the guy.
1: That's yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we don't have as many of those this year. Last year, we certainly had um, the whole Ben Simmons thing. But I, I guess even this year, we did that midseason trade. So again, we got to see how we get we have how we finish the playoffs. Yeah,
0: oof. Gonna be gonna be interesting off season. Well, interesting play post season. Then into the off season. So we'll a uh, l- lot of things to be. Yeah, don't, don't jump too quick on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure there's gonna be more reports like this. So hopefully not like this, but more reports is coming out. Ra- random anonymous reports. So we'll see. Um, all right. So uh, next topic. Moving on to what we kind of saw last night, but. The inevitability of us possibly playing Toronto um, looks more and more likely. Um, and the thing that's kind of thrown a wrench in this whole thing is the fact that Matisse Thybul not vaccinated uh, won't be able to play at away games if we play at Toronto. Um, as we saw last night, he did not play, and we lost. Fred Van Vliet wasn't playing, neither was OJ and in- Anobi, in- and you know we missed Thybul last night. Uh, but Thybul will not be able to play in Toronto if we play the, the postseason against them. Now I have to ask. uh, Eric with it looking incredibly likely that we will be playing Toronto are you kind of, are you, are you worried about playing Toronto without Fible in a seven game series
2: that's a concern that's a huge concern for me um are talking about a starter <clears throat> your best perimeter defender um so you you have a situation where you know they have a couple guys and and, and they have a a few guys that <laughs> you know that are pretty good off the dribble yeah that are pretty good scoring the basketball so I think we need um, defenders and we need our best perimeter defender in every game if we want to win the series. But I I think it's huge. I think that um, he's him not playing there and then only playing at home, you break up the rotation, you break up the continuity. I I, I think that's, that's huge. I mean, that's something that um, we've been talking about Kyrie for all season long, that that's something that nobody really mentioned. What if a team plays, Toronto and it's a guy that's not able to play, so um, that, that that's that's trouble to me. I, I, I think that's that's a huge. As you can see, we went up there and, and I know it's late in the season, but that that game was a game we tried to win.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that
2: was a game we tried to win, and they were without two people. And this is a team and, and that I personally, I think we spoke about it a while ago. It's a team that that this kind of gives us trouble because of their, you know, it's like a matchup problem. And this believe they can beat us.
1: Yep. They're very long. Um, I mean, I'd rather – yeah, it's a rough matchup. I'd rather play them than Bucks, Heat, Celtics, or Nats. But, I mean, yeah, it's – they game plan and beat well. They out-rebound us. Um, they're extremely long. Siakam's a matchup nightmare. Um, it was nice to play them. I, I will say, I guess there's a positive – it was nice to play them so close to the playoffs so we can see what we need to, I guess, work on going into a series with them. But it doesn't look like we're comfortable with anything against them. I mean, I think towards the end, we started sticking Embiid on Siakam. And I think we did that in the playoffs, too, um, when Gasol wasn't on the floor. I had to look into that. But um, and it worked out pretty well. But then, if again, if you do that, then you don't get the rim protection from Embiid because Siakam is going to pull him away from the rim. And you're not going to get him at the at the rim, either rebounding or blocking shots and altering shots and scaring people. So that's that's a concern as well, right? They shoot lights out. I mean, I can't believe they did exactly what we did in the first half. In the second, yeah, I mean, that, that was a different
2: team um, for us. I for think us, that, yes, and I think Siakam was a different player then too. Yeah, he's way more polished and um, though, for Sure. And you know, we had
1: you know, we had Jimmy and Ben. <laughs> That was a different team,
2: and that was a different team defensively.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Even with that team, we still had to put, I guess, Siakam on – or uh, Embiid on Siakam, but, um, yeah, I mean – But we, it, when we had
2: to because they had Kawhi Leonard.
1: Yeah, I think uh, what Ben and – and and um, I think Toby were switching on and off him, and he was roasting both of them. So, <laughs> that was – yeah. Um, at least – uh, positive, at least they don't have Kawhi this time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, last night was brutal. We They didn't have uh, Van Fleet. Um, they didn't have an Anobi, and we had Danny green like angels in the outfield style, putting this ball on the rim every time, man. Like, and we still lost. That was, it's pretty rough because that was the Matisse feeling when he went like six of six or something. Uh, yep. he, yeah. I mean, that's, that's incredible, but I do agree with Shaq because a lot of the people last night were saying the same thing on the show, Wade. And I think uh crossover J cross, um, they were saying how they're worried about the matchup. And Shaq was just like, I'm not worried. Harden just needs to play like Harden. If Harden plays like Harden, they got nothing to worry about. And that's a big problem, too. I mean, Harden cannot have what 13 points in a game. It just we we can't do that. I mean, it, it can't happen. So I don't know. I, I think he needs So to play. I mean, I think
2: so we 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 talk about the matchups for this game. You would think um with Fred he'll guard him. Yeah. Um so, James would be on... I think Trent, probably. Gary? Yeah. Um, the diver would guard
1: who? Guard at home. At home. home. And, yeah, exactly. He, he's guarding nobody in a way. <laughs> uh, and Anobi. Although, I don't know if that's even the best match. I mean, that's kind of a... Is that a waste of him? I mean, I don't even... They'll probably try to put him on Siakam, but I think Siakam will just bully him in the paint, though, man. Siakam has that that Tatum forearm that he throws out there. Um, maybe they'll try that, but I don't think that's gonna work. I think I don't think he's big enough for for Siakam. So yeah, you might have to go thigh on an, an and then try and beat on Siakam on Siakam and then put Tobias on uh either Birch or uh, Boucher. Um we're gonna have to figure it out. That game one is gonna be very experimental against them. Uh we're gonna try a lot of different things to see what works and what doesn't. Uh well Joel's gonna have to dominate. I mean, that yeah.
2: he's gonna have to he's gonna have to put them in predicaments where they're gonna have to size up, they're gonna have to
1: trap him and do a lot of different things. Um because yeah, last time we played them in the playoffs, they had Gasol. And Gasol historically always did a good job on MB, but yeah, Duchene he, Bird. He's gonna have
2: to dominate because he's gonna ha- he's gonna have to individually put them in predicaments to where they have to make adjustments and their defense becomes exposed. Um
1: if that doesn't happen um could be a yeah. long series for us. Yeah, I think it'll go six or seven either way to be honest but which sucks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> at least let's be on the winning side of that.
0: <sighs> Erica from a, from a player's point of view um I know that there, there was kind of rumors all season long. There was one player who had was unvaccinated and he was on the end of the bench. There was a, sources that came out and said that there was a player who was unvaccinated, didn't say who it was. And then obviously when this whole thing happened, we found out it was Um, As we get close to the playoffs, is that something that, like, I know we dealt with this, the Kyrie situation all year long. Is he going to get the vaccine or is he not going to get the vaccine? When it comes down to that now that we know there's only one player on the team who is unvaccinated, is that one of those things where it's like, he kind of feels like maybe personal decision. He didn't want to get it before. Maybe as we get close to the playoffs, he sees especially after watching last night's game, how his him being on the court would have impacted that game. Is that something that he may want to get the vaccine now as, as a player kind of contributing? I mean, to
2: he, he may want to get it, but um, I mean, if you may want to get it now, then you probably thought about it before because it's the same objective, um, you know, the same situation. I mean, you, you, you knew that it was possible to go to Toronto. Like that's not new. Toronto has had um, this restriction the whole season, so so that's been there. So if if you didn't if you didn't mean to address it, no, especially once you kind of knew we knew for what a, a month or so that it was possible that Toronto could be a team based on how we finished. So 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 it, it's it's been there for a while. It just wasn't talked about until oh, okay, well, here's the situation. But I don't. I, I think that the player himself knew, um, and it, it's just something that he chooses not to do. Um, so if he chooses not to do it, he has that right. Um, but the guys also have the same right to feel how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could be disappointed about it, and they have that right. Now, whether it causes friction, I don't know. But I'll be surprised if guys aren't disappointed. Yeah. Because this is something that could hurt the opportunity for for their team and for them individually. This It, it does matter. So it, it, I'm sure you have guys, there's friction in there now how they handle it. Or is I think it's going to come down to winning the series. If for some reason you don't win the series,
1: it, it will be some fingers pointed. Definitely. Does it also put more pressure on Matisse to perform even better in, like, spotlessly at home when we do play when he is available i, I think it would put pressure on him
2: uh, going forward yeah if, if this that's the case um and you know hopefully we don't but if some reason we do fail um, in those games that he missed, um yeah going forward that that's
1: unfortunately is going to be held against him i know yeah you're right it will be i mean if we if we lose and people are like well we were Oh, and 3 at Toronto. Thanks, T. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's gonna, he is gonna feel that for sure, especially in especially in that city, especially in Philly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And by the way, uh, end of the bench that was a lie. Uh, I want to, I want to find, <laughs> find that original report. End of the bench, try starter. How about yeah. that? Yeah, well, I,
0: well, a lot of people were on my respect and that was Paul Reed. That's why he wasn't getting the minutes because he was unvaccinated.
1: <laughs> that would have made <laughs> sense at least, yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: uh. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I mean, as far as um, w- with this w- with this whole thing, is that going to present I don't know, a matchup nightmares, for the fact that, that Toronto's going to have to deal with a different starting lineup versus with us from home in a way? Is that going to present any kind of problem for them or no?
2: It's more a problem for us than them. Yeah. I mean, because I think if, you know, you, you're taking out the, your best perimeter defender and you're putting in, say, Danny, um, who's a solid defender and, 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 and a better shooter, um, older player, but I, I just think that you know you can fill that spot, but I think it cuts down your rotation. Now is is Doc going to play? You know, eight gay guys at home, and then have to play eight on the road. Then he's going to have to bring somebody else in that maybe isn't playing and not playing as much. So who who's that guy going to be? Um, so so that's what I'm saying from the standpoint. It hurts our rotation and it changes our rotation. Um, You're going to play guys more on the road? I I don't know. Like, that's what you going to – I mean, I think ultimately it's going to come down to um, quite a few guys playing 40 minutes. And you never know how that's going to go. But I I believe that that's going to be the case.
0: Could you see us limiting uh, Matisse's minutes uh, at home to get the other guys that he might have to work in away during the home game? So they're not just coming up cold. We're going to
2: try to win the game. We'll try to win the game and then – Uh, I I can see a guy that's maybe not even playing at all or not playing as much, play 20 minutes in in Toronto. I think it'll be a committee. I think you'll try a guy, if a guy gets it going and he has a good rhythm, we have a good run while he was in there or he's making shots, he'll stick with him. It may be a different guy in the second half than it was in the first half. I I don't think you can just set it a certain way. I just think that you'll have your main guys playing more minutes. I think some of those minutes will be Push towards, you know, James, Tobias, and, you know, Joel playing more Maxi, even Danny. Those guys will play more minutes more so than bring somebody else in and
1: have them go from five minutes to 25 minutes. I think they'll probably lean on Danny, is my guess. Um, He's been pretty rested the second half of the season, and, you know, he's good feeling for that spot. Um, Which also, uh, a lot lot of people online are, are pissed off because. They're saying, like, Sixers, you knew this. Why? Why do we have four centers on the roster and not more wings? Like, do you think that's a blunder too on on, on their behalf to kind of see to know this was a possibility and not prepare for it at all? Uh, I mean, they may feel they are prepared for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just gonna...
2: people's opinion. But they, in their opinion, they may feel like, hey, we do have the guys for it. Like, yeah, we have it's, Danny it's, Green. That's why he's here. It's, yeah, you got Danny, you got you know, Fork, you got you, know, you have guys over there that they probably feel in the playoffs can fill in for 10 to 15 minutes. I mean, that's ultimately what it's gonna come down to. I, I don't think it's that's what I'm saying. Like if Thabo's playing 30 minutes, they're not whoever's replacing him, except for maybe Danny, isn't gonna play 30 minutes. Yeah, they're gonna split those
1: minutes. Yeah. Give a little more shake, give a little more to yeah. yeah.
0: Did you yeah. all see uh, Niang be uh, subbing in away, or is it just gonna be Danny Green? Yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm not sure that they'll play. Um, play him at three. I think you can. I'm just not certain that they 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 will because I think with the increased minutes of, um, you know. With um, James and Maxi, those minutes being increased, I think that from the wing standpoint, you're pretty much set if Danny's going to play. I, I, I think that he ends up playing maybe more four or five, and um, minutes because of especially with that team. I, I see in this in this particular series that we're talking about this possible the most possible is Toronto. I think he plays more four or five mm. because of their team, more so than a three.
0: Yeah, and like, you know him
2: and Tobias you know, could guard, you know, three, four, it could go either way. But I'm just saying it, it's really um, kind of depends on, you know, the matchups, but I just see it as as more of a, a four or five in this particular series.
1: Toronto's big, so it actually works in our favor in the, yeah. for these series, particularly because Niang could, you know, potentially guard. I don't know if he could stick with, <laughs> stick with Ananobi or uh, Siakam, but I don't know.
0: Niang's a, Niang's a gamer. He, he can uh... – you can stick with anybody, man. Yeah, hey, they know. put him
1: on. They put him on Giannis for like half
0: a quarter. I mean, if you can do guard Giannis, or you can try
1: to guard Giannis, you can guard Siakam, but you know that doesn't always necessarily work that way.
0: Yeah, the keyword try. <laughs> yeah, know, put, a, put a body in front of him. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, uh, just l- last thing on this game before we go to the last topic. Uh, Paul Reed got the backup five minutes last night over um, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, what did you make of his uh, his minutes? He looked pretty good in the, the few minutes he got last night
2: look solid. I mean, I think it's just for the most part, it's just got to be energy. Um, I think that the skill and talent that he has is going to be there, Uh, making sure the energy is there and and paying attention to whatever the game plan is and and just gain that experience. I mean, until he's able to get in and and play, the experience and the playoff experience isn't going to come until he's given the chance. I just think you got to come in and make sure that he's paying attention to detail and the effort is there and he'll continue to get better and and be able to put himself in position to do what he does best.
0: Do you think him getting minutes last night, so close to the playoffs is indication that he might actually get playoff minutes?
2: I think it's possible. I I think that it's possible, especially um, playing that team uh, because you want to kind of see you playing that team, how he kind of fits against that team and their style and their style of players. I, I think it was intentional to get him minutes.
1: Yeah. I think he probably matches up better against that team too, because they have so many long guys that can move. I would trust Reed maybe guarding switching on Anobi or Siakam at the three-point line than I would with Jordan, right? I think he's just got more, got more of that build for that. But um, yeah, it was really great to see him play well yesterday, especially against a team we're going to be playing in a week, two weeks from now.
0: Yeah. He turned it on in the moment that he had, which is, which is great. Making the most of his minutes. Um. All right. well final topic tonight um it's, the, it's our game predictions piece but so we're not not to demean the, P- the pistons or the pacers but we had the P- pacers and the pistons uh this weekend to finish off the season they um, just beat us <laughs> they just beat us yeah um but uh obviously who do you guys have for, for, for the games this weekend um, I, I think i kind of know the answers to both those questions uh but just more so than that what are you looking for uh, as we prepare uh, to the end of the season? What are you looking for um, from our guys as we close out the regular season heading into the playoffs in these last two games, Eric?
2: I, I just think <clears throat> consistency, um, consistency with your, your effort, consistency um, defensively, um, consistently taking care of the ball, um, you know, taking and knocking down good shots. I, like. I don't think we need to be do anything special, just do what your coach to do, do what you're capable of doing and come out and establish a great brand of basketball from the beginning. Um, the competitiveness, like, like you, like you're playing for a championship, um, just come out and approach every game like that. I think we get these two wins over the weekend, but you establish some momentum going into, um, the playoffs after some days off that you can go out and put forth that effort to, to establish that we gonna dominate. And we're going to dominate from the beginning. We're going to put forth that effort for 48 minutes.
0: hey what are you looking for as far as, uh, let's say we win these two games and the guys ahead of us lose maybe one of the two next games? Could there be a difference in the the seedings as far as who we play? As the, as the I don't know. Uh, the Toronto that game was
1: big for that. I think if we wanted to do that, I think we needed to beat Toronto. We would have been in decent shape to take over Boston. But I think now that we lost Toronto, I think we're pretty much, I think it's 45? possible with pretty deadlock. Yeah. Um, I do want to see just us looking, yeah, like Eric said, looking good and just feeling good going into the playoffs, consistent play. I want to see Harden take a lot of shots, shoot your way out of the slump, uh, attempt a lot of floaters because he's had some bad luck. They're in and out a lot. Take a lot of them, get it out of your system. Um, none of this like two for seven crap, just get it out, take a lot of shots, get a consistent flow. I'm not a fan of the whole dribbling at the top of the key till seven seconds are left in the shot clock and then passing it real fast to someone having them to create with three seconds on the shot clock. Um, if we have big leads against these bad teams, keep them. We lost another 15 point lead yesterday. Uh, I want to see us grab a lead and extend it and keep it, not go down to eight and then back to the 10 and then down to six. None of that. Um if reed is going to be our guy i i think the next two games might be an indication we'll see if he gets more minutes too because in the past he gets like a eight minute run like zero again like a 10 minute run zero so it'd be nice to see him get a little more you know minutes just getting ready for that um but yeah just two just two, two games in a row of looking good and, and winning and putting it together before we get into the playoffs
0: all right, well, that does it for us, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Believe in 76ers, presented by Bet Online. We'll see you guys next week as we pre- we preview our playoff matchup, and it's probably going to be Toronto. So a little more of a uh, of this as we talk about this, and also if uh, as read earlier that if Matisse does get the the vaccine um, from between d- yesterday and and now, uh, he has two weeks, so t- he can't play for fourteen days. So. If he's going to get that thing, he'd get that thing yesterday. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. So I'm sure there'll be more information on that as we get closer to our next episode. But for you now, have we'll to see. get the doctor backdate that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an eight or a nine? That was like an eight.
2: <laughs> he could have already had one down.
0: Yeah, that's true. You
1: never
0: If you <laughs> call Antonio Brown's guy, I'm sure AB's got to uh, hook him up with, a, with a, the vaccination card. <laughs> But all right, guys, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, take it easy.
2: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.